This episode of The Other Kind Radio is dedicated to Chunk, a dog that loved tug-of-war, zoomies, and long naps by the fire. You'll be missed, bud. The other kind of radio. The other kind of radio. Talk radio. The other kind of radio. Talk radio. Recorded live from the studios the in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time for the, the 34th edition of, of the other kind of radio. radio. Talk radio. Hey everybody. The other kind of radio. Talk radio. How we doing? The other kind of radio. And I'm struggling this morning. Sorry. I have a new setup. Trying to get levels right so you can hear me and enjoy the awesome podcast the intro music. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the other kind radio. If you're a return listener, thanks for coming back. We're glad you're here. I know I am. I know Todd is. So thank you. If you're a first time listener, this is the funny part. I'm supposed to pitch how you can listen to us. You know, we're available on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher and a number of other podcast applications. But the weird thing is if I'm going to pitch it while you're listening to the show, you've obviously already found us. So that seems interesting. For the audio files that are in the audience, yes, it's cold here in Omaha. I have my heater on. It should kick off a little, yeah, a little bit here, but uh, you're going to hear a little background noise, but uh, that's okay. Um, also want to remind everybody, if you have thoughts, comments, questions, we're available. Very, very uh, easy email address. It's info at the other kind radio or Todd Nice first name at the other kind radio. So it's Jeff at the other kind radio.com or Todd at the other kind radio.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your feedback. Um, listenership is, is growing and doing very well. So we thank everybody for their listens and uh, would love to hear from you. The Other Kind Radio is a weekly podcast where we discuss the age-old question, does underwater basket weaving belong in the Winter Olympics? I mean, it's, it's a simple question, but I'll give you a moment just to, to think about it. While you're thinking about it, my name's Jeff. I'm one of your hosts. Todd is your other host. Let's see if we can go ahead and just get him on the show. We're not going to waste any time today, folks. Todd. Todd, can you, can you hear us? Can you give me a minute? I'm still thinking I can't do underwater basket weaving. <laughs> Therefore, that's the answer. If I can't do it, it's a sport that needs to be in the Olympics. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd. Yay! Oh, the kids are glad to see you. Well, and I, I, when I was writing that, I thought, well, underwater basket weaving, but then does it belong in the Winter Olympics? Because therein lies the rub, unless it's an indoor pool. But we digress. Yeah. We record these way too early for you to be giving me these really <laughs> complex and interwoven. Get the, how I did that? Basket weaving interwoven? Nice. Questions. I, I step out of this conversation, and this is all on you. We'll give you a big ding for that one. That was good. One point for Todd, zero points for Jeff. Um, yeah, watch out. I got good. I got a good amount of sleep last night. I have coffee. I got here early at the studio, so uh, who knows what's going to happen. Now, let's get to... Um, a quick note about this episode. <clears throat> Due to my travel schedule, we are going to break up this episode into two parts. Okay, so this is part one. 
So you, if you've already listened to part one, you need to go on to part two. Um, so make sure you do that. Now, part one, part two, I don't want this to be confused with part three, which doesn't even exist, right? Okay, so why are we even talking about part three? Don't get me started on part four, which we recorded in ultraviolet light, so you can't even hear it. But I digress. Welcome to part one of two. I think I've broken Todd. <laughs> I'm going to bring him back. You you mentioned, you know, you teased something about news and, and psychotropic drugs or something like that you wanted to talk about. Are you trying to make me confused like I've been on those drugs? <laughs> That's a perfect segue right there, Todd. On today's show, we're going to have Todd's take on the University of North Texas homecoming. Uh, my judgment is going to be on a recent dining experience at a restaurant here in Omaha called Lombardo's. And then on center stage, we are going to talk about a recent anniversary that happened this past Wednesday. October 30th is the 80th anniversary of Orson Welles' broadcast of the H.G. Wells novel, War of the Worlds. And are those Wells, uh, are they related at all? Or is it just... It is nothing but happenstance. They wow. are not related at all. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, and before we get into headlines, Todd, give us a Red Dead Redemption update. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I, I, you know, Jeff. Something about Jeff it? did ask me to at least define how many hours I was in, and I'm not a smart enough gamer to go. Oh, I've played this how many hours? However, here's my update. I, I try to be a fairly good guy. But after kind of meandering around and riding the horse, I said, okay, I'm going to watch a YouTube oh, the, clip that tells me. That's right, because we had this conversation that when we're in the game, we try yes. to we try to be who we are. Oh, I'm, I'm sensing a but. Oh, yeah, there's a but. In <laughs> fact, my wife pretty much just blew me up last night when I was telling her the story. We're riding around. Our daughter went to high school homecoming. We're doing the parent thing. And I'm like, oh, hey, let me tell you about Red Dead. Here's what happened. I watched this little clip that said, here are the five things you really should do to help your character out. One was... Always look into like every window you can, things like that, because you never know if someone's not doing something nefarious in there that you can exploit. And one of them, you look in this window and it says, go rob these people. And they have a very good pistol. Yes, so Jeff. you're on, you're on the outside of the building looking in. Yes. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. So I, I did exactly what it said. And I try not to do this in games. I don't want, I want to find things on my own. If after a while, if I search for something forever, then I will look and go, okay, where do I find this? But that I thought, okay. So I find this thing, I go in through the front, which is a doctor's office, pull a gun on him, and it gives me the option to force him to take me to the back. Now, hmm. once my gun is out, I know that I'm already entering into a place that I'm not usually going to do in this game where it is I'm going to hold someone up unless the game forces me to do that. I'm going to go ahead and red flag that. Okay, go ahead. He takes me to the back and he tells the bad guys in the back, yeah, I'm bringing you some whiskey and some sandwiches. And he looks at me like, this isn't a good idea, mister. And I come around the corner and I've got my pistol drawn. Now, the first time I did this, I died because I, I, this is at least my re redeeming factor. I wasn't going to shoot everybody. I was just going to try and hold them up and scare them. Yeah. They all shot me and I died. Uh, over whiskey so and sandwiches. Over I'm sorry? Over whiskey and sandwiches. Yes, whiskey and sandwiches. Okay, so there's there's a movie right there. Boom, done. Coming out. I think that's Quentin Tarantino's next one. Summer of 2020. Yes. Jeff and Todd's so I do it again, whiskey and, and sandwiches. I come in, 
and this time I decided to use my dead eye, which is ah. in the game. You can click, at least on the Xbox, you click both uh, joysticks, and it puts you into this little slow motion thing that you kind of sweep your camera across, and you can it's bullet time. Can, yeah, you, it's bullet time. You can basically select them and bang, 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 bang. The problem is, is I knew this was going south when the prostitute who's on one of their laps, I also shot her right in the head, <laughs> which I was like, oh, I don't want to kill her. But by that time, you know, that's the one thing with Deadeye that I don't know. You can't erase a choice once you make it. So I proceed to blow everybody away. Just bam, 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 bam. And then I'm like, luxuriously, while it's saying uh, you're wanted, people are... <laughs> pissed off at you and i'm like yeah but i want this pistol and i find the pistol and i take my time robbing everything at that time i hear all the deputies and sheriffs hey mister we know you're in there we're coming to get you come on out <laughs> well i come on out and i want to talk it out i want to be like hey if you understand i killed the back <laughs> they start shooting me and i was like well crap i got no choice i want now if i want to keep this gun well, so i drink a little magic elixir that you can drink that ref refilled my dead eye and I killed a couple, but at that point it just wasn't working. So I pulled out my shotgun and I blew the crap out of all of them. And there was so much chaos and death in that city that I got on my horse and I rode away. And then, you know, on the map, it puts a little red thing like you're riding away. I could not get away from everywhere I went. There he is. And they shoot at me and oh crap. And I'm riding as hard as I can until I finally forced my horse to climb into a mountain. And that's the only way I ever evaded. So that's kind of where I am with Red Dead at this moment. Good lord! Yeah, I was Just call me Wild Wild Bill Todd. Yeah, wow, one armed one armed Wild Todd. I like that. <laughs> one armed Todd. That's my that's my bandit name. Well, that is a fine story, and we we may need for a while to include our misadventures. I did not get to play a lot this week, so I will uh, I'll try and oh, and I'm going to be out of town for a while, so it it may be uh, a couple episodes, but I'll I'll give you an update. You know, the great thing is too. I was talking to uh, Jeff uh, Chef Jeff, who was on the show uh, recently as one of our guests. And he's having similar uh, stories as well. Not so much about going in and have whisking and sandwiches and shooting everybody and hookers <laughs> and everything. But um, he's having his own set of adventures. And, and this, again, um, really just brings to mind how great Rockstar worked and all the things it did. In fact, it uh, is the largest uh, video game or entertainment release on history. Do you know how much it made in the first weekend? I do you know, I saw figures, but I never really saw an absolute figure on what they made. Seven hundred and fifty plus million in its Holy first crap. week. Crap! Yeah. So, uh, good for them, and uh, thank you for sharing that. We'll have some more Red Dead adventures. Maybe I'll uh, make a little sound or some horses galloping or something, and and come up with a little production value. Speaking, I wish of I had the uh, coconut things from Monty Python when you asked for that. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which. Let's get out our very aggressive typewriter here. We're going to get in some headlines, folks. <clears throat> there we go. There's a return. Um, headlines. Okay, so uh, one of the things that caught my eye, and I believe that a lot of this came out yesterday, was uh, the fact that uh, Blizzard, who is very well known for... Um, oh, good God, I'm not going to remember now. Um, well, I know they <laughs> what is it? Uh, World of Warcraft. They did World of Warcraft, which was one of the, if not the most popular online gaming uh, ga uh, entertainment game or whatever to come out. 
They also did Overwatch, which is a huge multiplayer shooter, first-person shooter. And they also came out with, many, many years ago, a game called Diablo. Uh, Diablo was the first game, <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say first, but uh, I'll give you the the top uh, hits that Diablo did. And, and before I do, I'll check with my co-host, Todd, have you ever played Diablo? No, as you went through that list of games, I can honestly say I've never played those, any of them. Okay, so welcome to the Jeff Show. Um, so Diablo was an interesting game in the fact that the perspective from the player is what's called the God view, which is you're looking over, kind of like in The Sims, you're looking over your character from above. And it basically is a Dungeons and Dragons game where you pick a character and you go into dungeons and you loot and get treasure and more weapon and armor and everything was hugely popular for one main reason. Well, I shouldn't say one, but one of the main reasons is that every time you started the game, the, the dungeons you went into were randomized. So you never went into the same dungeon twice. Now, it would be the same monsters and stuff, but everything would be rearranged differently. Hugely popular. Um, it has, a, I will say this lovingly because I include myself in it, a nerdy following. These are hardcore gamers. These are people that know how, and especially with, when Diablo 3 came out, they got into heavy into crafting. And for that kind of listener that doesn't know what crafting is, it's where you can take certain elements, uh, like in Red Dead and, and other other games, you know, herbs and a little of this and a little of that. And you can create health potions or curses or whatever. So Diablo 3 definitely got really heav heavily into the crafting. So the people that play this game not only are huge fans, but they are very, very, very devoted to this, this game. So earlier this week, Blizzard makes an announcement that... Um, they're coming out with a new version of Diablo, and I um, it's uh, I remember kind of scanning the headlines and seeing that that at BlitzCon um, there is a new game coming out called uh, Diablo Immortal, and of course the the geek in me is excited. It's a new Diablo game. Uh, I just finished three, so I'm ready for some more. And they have their press conference. And when they start talking about this new version of Diablo, they make mention that it's going to be available on mobile. And um, <laughs> let's just say things did not go very well. I have a clip here to play from the press conference, so uh, take a listen to this. Is there any plans to make this playable on PC, or is this strictly mobile forever? Uh, are there any? Uh, yeah, this, this the current plan is to be on mobile, both uh, Android and iOS. Uh, we don't have any plans at the moment to do uh, PC. Do, do you guys not have phones? Yeah, you guys all have phones. Phone. Right? <laughs> And that has gone viral. Those clips are available all over YouTube and other other social media sites. So basically, now that I've listened to a few times, and, and Todd, you you do a uh, you do a great podcast, uh, movie by the minute, the Apes, uh, Planet of the Apes by the minute, Minute of the Apes. There we go. Took me three tries. I found it. Uh, thank you for being my friend. And so there's a couple things I hear. And so what we don't get to translate very well by playing the clip over the podcast is it's a video clip. And the guy's asking this question, and he, he might as well be asking, you know, is this heart medication only going to be available to people that have IQs over 200? You know, his face is kind of stressed. 
He's he he he's he's very just like me, very excited that that, that Blizzard's coming out with a new Diablo. But he's like, I, I just want to make sure I heard you right. So he words it, and, and as you uh, heard on the clip there, uh, asks, and then you hear the Blizzard uh, representative start to stutter and doesn't know quite how to handle it. And I'll give you a taste of that again, real quick. Uh, are there any? Uh, yeah, this, this the current plan. So, <laughs> yeah, so Todd and I know from our, our years of working with big companies and stuff and PR people, that, that, is not, <laughs> that is not how you want to start answering a question. That's like if Todd said, Jeff, have you ever robbed a bank? And I'm like, so, um, sandwich, uh, two, uh, okay, so, yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> so then you hear the guy fumble around a little bit, and then he goes back with his, you know, uh ios android and then finishes with but it's not going to come out on pc and then you hear the overround the crowd booing so and the, they do have a camera shot of the guy's face and he's kind of shocked and uh then uh you hear one of the other developers on stage go don't you guys have phones and what an interesting way to to take a look at that i thought it was no, noteworthy in bringing up on the show just because First of all, I'm disappointed by it, but it's so funny that somewhere in a room, somebody said, no, we're going to come out with a phone version. And I don't know why these games, and this could be old man Jeff coming out, are pushing these games onto phones. So what I find interesting, and in, in going back to what you said, you and I have worked for big corporations. I still, I, I do not work in the capacity where I ever am the forward-facing person in a situation. You know, I'm, I'm a behind-the-scenes kind of person. But I've at least been the company i was with before i came back to where i am now i was very much one of those kind of people and you have to i hate this term but you have to vet everything about a product release you have to look at it so immediately with these people whoever put the developers on stage and didn't say to them you got two things here that are your big 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 talking points we're bringing the game back that's right. the huge thing create excitement get them fired that's what i immediately noticed when you play this no one seems excited <laughs> It's kind of okay, and then here's but here's your big thing. You're gonna have to win. We're bringing it to mobile, right? You've got to develop a compelling case. Listen, it is different. We know that's where we were before. We're not saying we're never going to bring it there, but right now we're here, here only. Let's right. see how this goes. Yeah, maybe you do that. You now you've promised nothing, and then you can come back and say whatever. He does nothing, and then especially when the ding dong chirps in, don't you guys have phones? Oh my god. That is basically like, you know, punching somebody right in the nads yeah. after you've already given them the bad news that you just kicked their dog. Yeah. I, it is handled so poorly. Now, at the same time, I get real weary of consumers in the world going, yeah, well, you're not going to bring it over here. And they boo. Here, You know what your biggest boo is? Don't buy the game. Right. That'll teach them and they'll then they'll listen to you. But the, the the this trivial childish kind of fit throwing like that in that situation, that, that bugs me too. Last thing in that situation, don't open it up to questions. Just don't do it. Yeah. You bring up some good points there. And I, one thing I want to say is um, <clears throat> that's a, po a portion of the clip in all today's fairness as far as reporting stuff. Um, that's just the clip they had already. So what they do with these type of things for the kind listener is they show the video. They show a, a, a trailer for the game and everybody claps and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 
I understand if yeah, if you're not ready to answer questions about it, then don't have a question and answer series. They always do. The other thing I'll add, and just just to to add this, and we'll go into our last uh, <clears throat> um, headline here, which we we may even just move into Todd's take on because I know we're limited on time today. But um, basically, the gaming community has a very articulate voice online when you can sit down behind your keyboard and and think out your argument and type it out and sometimes they don't even do that then you tend to make a better point to me i think the booing um was kind of a a magical moment if you will to use a horrible phrase where they're getting immediate feedback for this because the great thing about diablo is it's a gorgeous game. It looks great on your big screen, and part of the game is real estate. You've got to have a, a good size monitor to play on because you've got to see where all the monsters are and everything. And I think part of their disappointment was was not only that they had a different thing in mind when they saw the new Diablo coming out, but I think also, and as I said earlier, I don't know if this is old man Jeff, but video games come to phones. I mean, that's why I buy a console. That's why PC gamers buy, buy a PC. Um, but I like I like your input um, on that, and, and I can definitely agree with you on some points there. So you got something else to say? So, first off, we're not cutting anything short. I'm enjoying this conversation. Okay. I, my my wife and family can just you know, hey, podcast comes first, family second. <laughs> um, I, I, you're absolutely right, Jeff. You you really are right. They the company made a colossal mistake because before you begin building a product, you begin right. testing your market to see. Are, is there interest if we take this solely over here? And then, then you do not mislead. Their their right. major problem here is it seems like they misled yeah. their consumer to think they were getting this when they got that. What you instead right. say is, while we explore the option of bringing this back to you on a large platform, we want to keep the brand out here. Right. We want to give you a new experience. Right. And you just tell them instead. Th- these people really botched this presentation. You know, yeah. I've been to enough with the company I work with for now, enough investor days where, you know, they actually bring in the, I'm sorry, analyst day, yeah. where they bring in the analysts from, from Wall Street and you'll listen to these executives while we're over there being the audio video guys. You'll listen to them craft what they're going to say and very particularly yes. what they're going to say. And there really is a skill to that. Yes. Apparently that this company possesses none of. <laughs> Poor Blizzard. We're beating up on them so bad. And they've, they've done so many great things for the gaming community. But I think you hit the nail on the head. And I don't want to continue to, to beat this down. But you know what? You, you know, And you and I are not PR people. We, we've no. never run a video game company. So there's a couple strikes against our credibility. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is what you do. We all remember the original Diablo. Then there was Diablo 2. And to follow up, Diablo 3. This AAA game franchise is moving into a new territory where you can take it anywhere you want. Diablo's coming to your phone. And that's it. And then you play the clip, and everybody's like, oh, okay. And then they're not all freaked out. <clears throat> Could I ask a favor? Could you go to your audio clip bag of tricks there and find the audience cheering real quick and just play it? Oh please, please. That's what that's what happens when somebody actually thinks it through. And and I really do. I know we're beating them up. Yeah. But you have to think through. It's the same as you know. You and I've never owned these companies. We're not PR people. But at the same time, when somebody says, "I'm going to make you a chocolate cake." Yeah. And I walk in, and it's a picture of a chocolate cake. I'm like, "Well, yeah, you made me one, but I can't eat it." <laughs> 
there is some truth to we are not those people but we also understand don't mislead yeah especially in this business and and this is going to be a big pr hit for them i i can feel that whether i mean and i mean i don't mean a good hit i mean right. it's going to be like a massive slap in the face this does not sound like it has a good resolution and one anywhere. of the, one of the things uh to close this out that was uh i saw on reddit today so i don't know what the uh validity is but they had uh the number of dislikes on blizzard's webpage for the announcement went from 315,000 suddenly to 215,000 uh overnight so it looks like they're already trying to do some damage control um so we'll, we'll see how it works out. Um, you know, if, if you're a kind listener, young gamer, and, and like games coming to your iPhone or your or your Android phone, because um, that was the other thing they said later, like, well, you can play it on your tablet. It's like, no. You and I, I mean, I think, again, for most, especially PC gamers, they want their keyboard and their mouse so they can be moving around and doing everything. So anyway, we'll see how that turns out for Blizzard. Just a kind of an interesting little thing that happened there. And this whole conversation's kind of reminded me, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we never got any follow-up on what happened with your controller. Oh, yeah. I sent a message to Microsoft and got nothing but a bag of crickets. <laughs> so I'm still, I basically took that $200 controller and it's now, and it's, it comes in a really nice case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. protect it. So right now, while it's got all the bubbling and all that crap, that's all, I, I'm protecting it. I'm preserving its screwed up nature might be an opportunity to take some pictures and maybe go to social media yeah it might be might be time to do that because sometimes they react to that more than anything else but uh, i'm sorry to hear that because i'll be more than happy to counter your your tweet and and show that mine is still fine but still i mean it's nothing for them to send something out to you so shame on you microsoft should take care especially if it's it's something like that a controller that, that that was a little pricey and everything i'm sorry that there was no update Maybe we'll get a GoFundMe page for you, buy a Lego one or something like that. A Lego one. <laughs> so you go from the soft one to the one with the corners. It's like, oh, God, oh, it'll make me think twice about killing everybody in Red Dead because it hurts so bad. <laughs> right. Look, I, 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 didn't ex- I don't expect anyone when I do something like that to come back and say, here's a free one. Instead, what I would have liked to have heard from them is, Mr. Hartzell, we're so sorry. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the exact same thing we're talking about here. What is your forward-facing statement in this yeah. listen we understand how disappointing this is even if it's hey we're, we're going to do this and we're going to follow this kind of thing i can't really do anything to even recoup your cost but let let me assure you i'm letting somebody above me know that we're not putting quality products out there instead of assuming that i'm a 15 year old boy throwing a fit right and we you should know? yeah we should take the kind listener maybe didn't hadn't catch that yet todd basically has the elite controller for the xbox uh uh one x and it is not uh standing staying together it's bubbling up the, the controller handles and everything and basically he reached out to microsoft and they uh they kind of uh poo-pooed poo-pooed and didn't answer and you're right you're right you, you make a very good point there i want to make sure the kind listener anybody else listening understands the point isn't here for todd wanting to get uh, a replacement or any type of uh, uh, anything above and beyond other than saying hey i bought this product it's only a year old and it's now no longer functioning in the way that it was when I first bought it. Gives a clear indicator. And you said, I think you said in the in the in that uh, podcast that you would be okay if they just sent you, you know, like like fifty bucks or twenty percent off or something, right? I think. Well, at that time, I was like, I never walk in assuming anyone's going to give me what I want. You know, that's that's a fast path for disappointment. Right. What I had hoped was one of many things: 
okay, we're so sorry this occurred to you. Here's 10% on this, or we're so sorry. Like I said, we can't give you anything, but let me assure you, we want our quality products because this thing was 200 bucks when I bought it. We want our quality products to last longer than a year-ish. So we're going to forward this above, and hopefully what we can do is blah, blah, blah. Because you think about what Xbox went through and they had that red bricking issue. You know, that started somewhere where somebody probably said to them, hey, you know what, you played this hard for a year and it died. Well, then it becomes a rampant issue. Yeah. This feels like them going, oh, we, we demanded you pay a premium, and you got a nice premium for a little bit of time. But when she, this young lady's response to me was, well, let's be honest, you probably played it a lot. You got a lot of usage out of it. You don't know how long I used it. And I'm not, I'm not a gamer that will sit on often. I, I will play things like Red Dead, but then I'll, I'll quit for months because yeah. I, I've gotten to the point with games, unless you really hit me with something I want, I'm not going to waste my time on it. Yeah, you also have family and job and other things to do. So, right. Good point. Well, we'll, we'll keep the kind listener up to date and, uh, I know uh, Bill Gates listens to the podcast, so maybe he'll uh, pull some some strings in that. Because uh, the other thing that I kind of love, and sometimes when when companies do something like this, and again, it kind of reminds me of the movie that Mel Gibson's in. It's called um, uh, Braveheart. No, it's the one Lethal where weapon. It, was it Mel Gibson? It is Mel Gibson. He plays a guy that's coming back from prison who got arrested during a botched robbery, and it's called like a get down or down in it um i'll 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 start researching the name of it but basically uh in the movie um he you know he's he's part of this this gang and he gets double cross and uh i'd be surprised if you've never uh seen this um doesn't sound like anything i've ever seen so he he comes he gets out of jail and um wants I think it's like $7,500 that was his cut of the, of the, of the, uh, the robbery. And, um, in the movie, the, the amount keeps going up (laughs) and the bad guys are like, look, we'll give you your, you know, your $15,000. He's like, I don't want $15,000. I want my 7,500. And that's just kind of a running theme through the whole uh film um it's called payback came out in 1999 yeah i never saw that oh you should see it it's a pretty good film um but my point going in that long diatribe was i like it when sometimes these companies you just have a small complaint hey you know my controller isn't working and then they always make it up by like sending you like six xboxes and like Mr. Xbox comes to your house and makes you dinner and everything like that. So maybe that'll happen. That'd be cool if Mr. Xbox came to your house. Right. I, you know what? I would gladly entertain Mr. Xbox. But you're you're absolutely right. I it, it especially at my age, I I am not looking for free things in the world. We all want free things, but right. I don't look for them. It's just the acknowledgement. All I wanted her to say was number one. <clears throat> When she said to me, I'm sorry, you've had it for a year. We can't protect it. Right. I understand that. Great. I agree. When I purchased this, I agreed to those terms. But then her response was rather callous where, let's be frank, you've <laughs> used this. And got. I was like, hang on. I would never. We look at these kind of things. I would never go to someone and go, okay, so you consumed the meal in front of you. Right. And you weren't happy with it. You're not asking me to do anything. You just want to let me know, hey, I want to let you know that was cold when it came out. I would go, yeah, but you ate it. Right. <laughs> You know, you're not asking for, I, again, I even stress her. Look, I'm not asking for anything. Once you tell me I can't send it back and get anything fixed, cool. I just want to let you know you might want to forward it on to people. This is falling apart. That's kind of where I treat it. And she, 
I, I just don't understand people. Right. I don't understand things like that. But also, a company like Microsoft, how do you control yeah. down to that level where yeah. somebody's on a chat with people? And I'm sure that they monitored it. And I would imagine they probably came back and said, you don't need to be doing things like that. I would hope they did. Right. But anyway. Well, make God sure Almighty. make sure I you say hi to Mr. Xbox when he comes to your house because I'm a big fan. I will. I'll, I'll send selfies of me and Mr. Xbox. All right. All right, moving on. We are ready to get into... That projector means it's the sound for Todd's take on. Todd, what's your take on this week? I, I'm going to try and make this as short a story as I can, but I asked Jeff, you know, I said, okay, well, it's pop culture. What does pop culture touch? And I didn't want to just talk about another TV show. Instead, my, my wife and I take our daughter and usually our niece to every University of North Texas homecoming. My wife is a graduate. We want our child to, we love football and we want her to not only have the experience of going with us to something we love, but also being around collegiate life and understanding this is part of, you know, what we, we hope you will go into and we expect you to go into. It's a great experience for us. We go every year. Well, this year, my lovely wife actually won the tickets to the game and we end up on the 50 yard line, a little bit higher than, you know, usual, but it's great seats and we show up. So what I want to talk about is the pop culture experience of being around other people at an event. We show up and the people behind us, like I'm not bothered by curse words at all. You, There's none you could throw at me, no combination that I haven't heard before and been, hey, whatever, it's just a word. They begin using it so much that I even, my child's heard them, but I look around at the other children, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, we might want to temper this a bit. So I kind of just give the glance. The lady as, behind as, me promptly hits me as, in my shoulder that I had operated oh, on. S word, F word, MF, CSM. Yes. Yes, and then it was also very divi uh, divisive political thoughts, too, mixed in with all that, where they were just blazing everybody and everything. And I thought, this isn't the appropriate place for this. This is, a, this is a football game, and this is a school, and you're making it about you. So this lady hits me in the shoulder and goes, what were you looking at? And I was like, first off, man, I just had this shoulder operated on. Could you not do that? So what did she do? She hits me in the other one. Is that better? And I was like, okay. Oh, my God. Well, and my wife turns to me, you know, afterwards, and she goes, you're usually not ugly to people. She said, but I also understand you're in pain. I'm like, you know, well, yeah. okay, I want you to imagine you just went through three hours of having everything in your shoulder taken apart and put back together. You're not happy when somebody punches you. Yeah. So these people go on to scream the entire time. The lady right behind me, and I'm not kidding, was the most frustrating person at a football game you've ever been to because it was let's go defense let's go defense even when the offense was on the, the field she goes let's go defense and somebody went it's offense and she she her response would be let's go defense she so punch you, she'd punch you in the shoulder again no, this was this was her friend she did not punch oh, me at okay, that point good. i was like you people stay away from me well then we begin to notice at least the fun things in front of us is this family who's very excited by this one young man catching it. And I asked the young man in front of me, I obviously, you guys know this kid that's the receiver on the field because that's my twin brother. And Whoa. he ends up the star of the game. So we're all having a great time. And about that time, my daughter leans and goes, Daddy, Daddy. I said, What? That lady. And you just hear, Bleh. and she starts vomiting everywhere. Nice. People are passing popcorn buckets up to it. She's oh. just puking everywhere. And it's like, Oh. What I had to turn to my child, I, I go back to when we saw Jason is bullet red rocks and she smelled pot everywhere. And it was her first time to ever be somewhere she smelled it. So I said, okay, you've been from one end to the other. This is pot. That's alcohol. This <laughs> is pot. You see the FX above. So this poor lady is just 
trashed. And when she's leaning back, we notice that she has like about seven wine cooler things that she's bought there and they're just dumping over everywhere. Mm, wine coolers. So they basically come and haul her out. After they, it's over, they, they, the, uh, the security uh, and medical personnel take her away. Make sure it wasn't like Willy Wonka and some of the Oompa Loompas or something. Just make sure we're still in reality here. Yes. So then at the very end, and this story is coming to a conclusion, I promise the family that was so excited, the mother comes back to me and said, I need to apologize to you. Oh boy. I said, for whatever for, she said the, the woman that got sick and I said, those things happen, you know, didn't get on me. I'm not worried about it. Does it smell atrocious? Yes, but we're all good. (laughs) She said, the problem is that she's a former coworker who got fired for stalking people at work. (gasps) I'm not friends with her. But apparently she follows me on Facebook and showed up here today. Ooh. Now, what even makes that creepier is she was wearing a jersey for her son. UNT is such a small school. They don't sell jerseys. This woman had it custom made. And it was just a, oh, my God. I bring all this together. My take on is this. When you go to a football game, yeah, you're there to have a good time. But you aren't the only person there. <laughs> when you go to a movie theater, you go to have a good time. But you're not the only person there. Just remember this. We're all in this whole world together. Don't punch people who've had surgery. Don't <laughs> vomit when you show up and stalk someone. Everybody be cool. That's all I ask in this world. Be cool to one another. Be considerate. People may not share your opinions. Don't don't force them. Have your opinions. Don't force other people to listen to them if they don't want to hear it. That's my take. Everybody chill at public events. Just chill out. So I have yes. some I have some follow up questions. Go. <clears throat> Did North Texas win? They did, and a nail biter. That it was back and forth and back and forth until this kid, who the family in front of us oh. caught a long, like fifty-five yard, over his shoulder, just grabbing and almost on the shoulder pad, and got him down there. And from that point on, they scored a couple of touchdowns. But it had been back and forth and back and forth all day. It was a nail biter. Do you think that the twin brother at some point is going to try and sneak into the North Texas locker room? And switch places with his brother, and his, his his brother plays his first half, and then he plays the second half. Is that because the twin brother wants to come up and smell the lady vomiting? Yeah. Is that the allure to this? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't we can say that we gets down on the field, you know. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, they, I don't know. And then they just continue that all the way to the NFL. And so when when one of them gets injured, miraculously, the other one can play. You know that that's cool. And there's another I, I, there's another movie. <laughs> Well, you know what? We we constantly in TV shows cast twins as children because you can't make them work for too long. So maybe they do that in the NFL, too. If you full get house. Twins. Yeah, full, exactly. This is the full house of football. Speaking you of, can actually make them play harder. Speaking of which, I, this is going to be off topic a little bit, but we'll, we'll continue to move forward. So I heard an interesting story. So, you know, um, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody is out now. And who's the lead actor in there that's also in, in uh, Mr. Robot? Rami Malek. Do you know that he has a twin brother? I did not know that. So he has a twin brother, and I was watching this. is on the Graham Norton Show, which is a fantastic show. Highly recommend, kind listeners, check out the Graham Norton Show. It's on the it's on the BBC, and uh, sorry about that. And so they were asking him questions about because he has a twin brother. Have they ever done anything that's up to no good? And he said yes. And the long story short is this: the actor was at an acting school. The brother was failing out of uh, college and the actors coming home during break or whatever 
And he goes to his brother, he's like, how's college going? He says, oh, I'm doing awful. I'm, I'm failing Greek studies. He's like, oh, man, that's awful. He goes, hey, man, I have a favor to ask. Our final is we have to give a presentation on a Greek drama. Do you know anything about Greek dramas? And the actor says, actually, it's funny. It's what we studied at the acting school. So he goes in and takes his test for him. He passes. <laughs> and uh, the teacher was... Uh, maybe spider sense was going off a little bit, but uh, they got away with it until they told the story, of course. All right. Well, I like that. I like that story. I, you know, with, I don't want to bust my wife's shots, but I, I, I didn't go. Obviously, I can't go in for my wife and take a test, but I did help her write one paper once that got really good grades. <laughs> and I, I to this day tell her, you know what? You graduated because of me. Why so. Citizen Kane is the best movie of all time. How did you know? <laughs> All right, let's get that projector. Let's slow it down. Moving along. We're going to Jeff's judgment on. I'm going to make mine short. I love how we just keep saying it's going to make this short. All right, so um, mine, uh, Jeff's judgment is on a recent dining dining experience that uh, I had here at a place called Lombardo's in Omaha, Nebraska. So for just one moment, we're going to kind of narrow that scope down to Omaha. And for those kind listeners, we do have a lot of them here in Omaha. I highly recommend this place. It's on 120th and Maple, and it's called uh, Lombardo's Bistro and Bar. And as somebody that travels for a living and eats in all kinds of restaurants all over the country, both, you know, just uh, street food as well as, you know, some of the fancier... Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Um, (laughs) This place is casual. But uh, the reason why I wanted to bring it on Jeff Judgment is this place does it right. While the ambiance and some of the decor in the ho- in the hotel, excuse me, in the uh, that's why I like it because it says it's a bistro, but you can stay there to sleep. No, um, while some of the decor is a little dated, um, it is uh, a really good restaurant. It's Italian food. There's a lot of love in the food that you get. One of the things the chef does there is he gets uh, olives and kind of builds his own brine. And then you can get a little cup of those when uh, as an appetizer, which were just amazing. They were fantastic. Um, I always, I shouldn't say I always, but I have learned over the years, if you want to, if you want to uh, get the true grit of an, an Italian restaurant or any restaurant, get their base, most basic dish. So I got the, the bellonese, and it was amazing. And uh, I just wrote down simple, simple in love. So there's love in the dish, and it's not trying to get too complex. The flavors were, were bright. Uh, and, and the bartender, uh, I forget her name, sorry. Uh, she was absolutely fantastic. And um, it's, it's going to be medium priced. Um, things here in Omaha tend to be $4 signs when it really comparatively they're more like two this is a two dollar sign um restaurant oh and i need to mention i'm not getting any money from lobardo's or anything like that i don't let you guys know but had such a great experience there and of course when i'm uh in an atmosphere like that i'm enjoying uh having a good dinner and conversation and service and everything just wanted to throw that along to the kind listener if you're in omaha looking for a place to go eat check out lombardo's 120th and maple Go in there, have some food, and then uh, let us know if you have the same uh, the same uh, experience. And you might also forget the uh, bartender's name, but otherwise it'll be a great experience. I wrote it down, but then you know, here's here's the truth, and I love the fact that you called me out on that. I, I didn't ask her permission, 
So I'm going to be like, go see Barbara. And then the girl from the UNT, who also is a kind listener, who got drunk and sick, she flies to Omaha and just starts hanging out at the bar. And she actually starts wearing a bar bib that she has no, she had a custom made. And listen, I, to digress to mine, I, if I offend anyone, if you happen to have been in that moment, you're the one talking about that. I did think, I was like, well, but at the same time, it's, it, you know, generic type thing. So I was, I was just knocking you around a bit. I, it sounds like a great place. And I'm actually a little mad that when I was there, you didn't say, let's go explore something new. Had not hit the uh, rotation yet. But when you come back up here, for sure, very good okay. place to go eat. I look forward to it. All right, before we get to the center stage, um, we do want to, and again, this is no way any endorsement or telling you how to or who to, but it is, I think, important for Todd and I to remind everybody coming up next Tuesday on November 6th, we get to do one of the things I think often is overlooked in this country, and I'm not going to make this a uh, soapbox thing, but go vote. Get out there and and uh, go vote. And it, it's, I say this all the time. Vote for the same reason I tell you to see the movies. You can't complain about what you don't participate in. Right. If you don't see the movie, don't tell me you think it's a piece of trash. If you don't vote for the people, don't tell me you think it's the wrong choice. Go go make your voice heard. You get to do it in this country. Right. Be a part of the conversation. I love it. I love it. All right. So, yes, go, go, go vote. And um, so that brings us to our main portion of the show. And uh, we're going to start it out with a little clip here that I got um, um, from one of the things we're going to talk about. It's called Jeff Wayne's musical version of the War of the Worlds. It came out in 1978. It's available on iTunes and everything for purchase. But we're here to celebrate the 80th anniversary of a particular event. And what better way than to go ahead and give us a little taste. And I don't have the software up. Now I'm going to try it again. No one could have dreamed we were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even consider the possibility of life on other planets. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to ours regarded this earth with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against us. So sorry for the cliffhanger there, folks. See what I did there? It was not nice. All right, this concludes part one of two. Part one of two of this episode of The Other Kind Radio. Uh, as discussed next week, I, we will post part two. So you can come back and hear the rest of the discussion. And hear what happens as we talk about the uh, radio drama that is The War of the Worlds. I want to take this opportunity to thank Todd... Uh, for getting together and recording these shows. We really appreciate it. A big thank out to the uh, other kind listener who uh, takes their time to listen to our podcast. Feel free to contact us at any time. Info at theotherkindradio.com. Jeff at theotherkindradio.com. Todd at theotherkindradio.com. And if you're listening via Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, give us a review. Say you like. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We are The Other Kind Radio.